Hi, this is Rich Woodall here, creator of Johnny Raygun, The Electric Black, and you're listening to So Wizard Podcast. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizard. You're thinking, you said people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 247 of the So Wizard podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Part of the journey is the end. And the expert, Mr. Marquis, Markellis Reagans. I am totally from the future. <laughs> you. Are listening to So Wizard Podcast, three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly. This week, we're going to be wall-to-wall Avengers Endgame review. No news, no nothing, just Avengers. But before we get into that, how is everyone doing this week? Aubrey, how the hell are you? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. That's it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing all right. Not really. No, I can't think of anything. No. That's fine. <laughs> Mark Ellis, how are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'll be even better once my uh, next door neighbor starts making whatever noise he's making in the background. <laughs> once that's over, I'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the things about podcasting, isn't it? Podcast hashtag podcast life forever. That's right. <laughs> awesome. I am uh, just really tired. So, <laughs> really, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know. Went to the movies Thursday night, worked all day Friday, worked all day Saturday, worked yesterday, and I got a little bit of sleep today, and now it's time to work again later. So, But here we are, recording for you. So, now that we've got our boring lives out of the way, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast, and we'll jump into adventures. All right, so everybody can go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week. Uh, You'll find movie reviews from yours truly, Netflix and Amazon streaming picks from our buddy the awesome Adam Wallyhawk. You'll also find our merchandise there so you can purchase some of our t-shirts and look good while you're representing the show. Uh, Another great way to support our show is doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep right on that website. Click on that A, do your shopping, receive your products, and that way you'll be helping out So Wizard Podcast. Uh, you can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you're there. Uh, you can also find us on the Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone, Podbean, Google Play Music. You can stream our show through Spotify. Uh, you can support our show through our Patreon account, patreon.com backslash So Wizard Podcast. Join the Patreon group and and receive bonus content. We also have YouTube videos posting uh, every once in a while. Uh, really cool um, uh, reviews of uh, Spielberg movies happening right now. So definitely check that out. So was a podcast on YouTube. Uh, and I believe that's it. Back to you, Joey. Too much drama. awesome so that's it we're gonna just review avengers this week there's not anything else even worth talking about 
Seriously. Before we uh, get into spoilers, we'll definitely let you know. So if for some unknown reason you haven't seen it yet, we'll get some impressions, we'll get some anecdotes, and then we'll jump into spoilers, but you'll know when that happens. So um, how was everybody's movie-going experience? Was the theater absolutely insane, Aubrey? Um, I was up in the 21 and up section, so I got there fairly early because we thought it would be packed. And we went upstairs to the bar in the 21 up and up, 21 and up section. We got a pizza, and we sat there for a good while. It got somewhat busy, but it, it actually wasn't that bad because we had assigned seats and everything. And the 21 and up section only has probably, I'd say, maybe 10 rows at most. Probably even less than that. So it wasn't bad at all. Damn, a bar and pizza? I think we're going to the wrong movie theater, Mark Ellis. <laughs> Seriously, I don't know if the the beer and the pizza would have uh, been a good combination for this particular movie. Especially not for me, but sounds good. Every movie release, too, they do like uh, themed drinks, so they'll do specials. Word? Yep, and so they had uh, some Endgame-themed drinks. Uh, I'm trying to remember what Josh got. Josh got something. I didn't get anything. Did it taste like dust? <laughs> <laughs> it had sambuca in it, so it was the pretty cup. gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, yeah, they had they have like different. They had an Incredible Hulk one. They had an Endgame one, and then I can't remember what the third one was. But they do that for for every movie that's released, every big movie that's released. They'll do like three themed drinks, and uh, you, you could choose. You know, which one you want for $10 or so. When you went to see Hellboy, did someone just shit in a cup and hand it to you? I went to a different movie theater <laughs> for that one. <laughs> and there's your drink. Shut up and like it. <laughs> yeah, I went I went to Regal for that one. That's the one you have to hide your shame when you're going to see it. <laughs> there, Excellent. No, How about you, Markellis? How was your movie theater experience? Uh, you know, I don't know what it is, but no matter what movie I go to, no matter what time, no matter what showing, whoever sits next to me is always on their phone. I don't know what it is about me that just uh, draws people to take out their phone during a movie. And every time I'm like, all right, this is not, there's no way anyone's going to be on their phone doing fucking Avengers. Like, this is just not going to happen. But sure enough, guy sitting next to me on the phone. Uh, and I, you know. I didn't want to do anything because I'm, you know, I'm trying to watch the movie. I'm trying to enjoy the movie, but for some reason, I don't know. Every every single showing that I've go to, someone's on the phone. So that that, that did kind of annoy me. Um, and there was <laughs> there was a uh, a guy who fell asleep. You know, some people just can't handle three hours, man. There was a guy who fell asleep towards the end of the movie and was snoring loudly, like during the quiet scene. No, no spoilers yet, but uh, if you saw the movie, you know what I'm talking about. There's a scene towards the end where it's pretty quiet, and uh, all you can hear, you know, there's some people, like, sad, and then there's, you just hear a guy in the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's awful. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, I had, it was my second time seeing the movie, so, you know, I was already, like, I already knew what was going to happen. I wasn't, like, in my feels, but... uh yeah, yeah, three hours is a long time for some people, and uh, you know, I just couldn't. They, my man just couldn't handle it. Got a nice nap out of it. Excellent. Yeah, uh, we went on Thursday night, and uh, I went with my two kids. I was expecting it to be the theater to be insane, but yeah. honestly, it wasn't that crazy. I mean, it was every show was sold out that night, every right. single show. But the parking lot was full, obviously. But you know, the amount of people there wasn't 
crazy. Like it's all assigned seating. The theater we went to is all assigned seats. So there's literally no to get there and like stand in a line or anything. You just want to make sure you get there with enough time to go to the potty and get snacks. So we didn't have giant lines. The other theater we usually go to in the opposite direction does not have a lot of assigned seating. So they had posted on Facebook that around like 3.30 in the afternoon, people were already lining up. So I'm glad we picked the theater with the assigned seat. <laughs> yeah, dude. You remember those days of having to like stand in line and they have like the rope set up and you got to like, where does the, what time is the 7.15 show? Where does that line up at? And they send you to the other side of the fucking lobby. Those days are gone, man. Yeah, I remember going to see Independence Day when that first came out with my wife. Not well, we weren't married at the time, but my wife and her friends, and <laughs> we got there, and the seven o'clock show was sold out. So we just waited in a big line for a nine thirty show. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, but my that my biggest fear of getting there early um, to watch the movie is that I would I would be getting there um, and waiting in line to get my popcorn right as someone was getting out of an earlier screening and just like yapping about it all the way through. But uh, we timed it just right. We, by the time we, by the time our movie started, the first one, the very first one hadn't finished yet. It was like just about to finish. So we timed that perfectly. Excellent. So yeah, that was kind of going to the theater. Now let's talk about what happened inside the theater. Obviously we're not spoiling anything. Give me a general impression of what you thought of the movie, Aubrey. It, I didn't hate it. (laughs) That's good. <laughs> Fool this man! I'm sure everybody listening to this right now is like, what the fuck? Get her off of this show. I don't want her anymore. This bitch, get her off. But I just, I wasn't as blown away as I thought I would be. I was underwhelmed. Okay. Hold on, hold on. Um, you it, you went to see Avengers, right? You didn't go. You didn't accidentally step into Missing Link or something right, like that, right? Right. I mean, I okay. I'll get into it later. And okay. I just you know I I wasn't blown yeah. away like I thought I would be. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Um, Mark. Uh, well, you know, the first time I saw it twice, I had to go see it twice. The first time I saw it, my brain was working constantly to try to you know, figure out what was going on. Uh, it was filled with anxiety seeing if they were going to stick the landing. Um, so it, you know, I couldn't really concentrate on the movie itself. It was more about, is this going to work? Uh, the second time I saw it, which is the same thing happened with Black Panther. The second time I saw it, it affects, it affected me a whole lot more. Like I was, I was able to relax. I was able to just see the story for what it was. And I think it's a fucking masterpiece. Those are two very dis- disparate uh, impressions. Mm-hmm. What about- I loved it. <laughs> I, I knew you would love it, Joey. <laughs> I loved it. Um, it stuck the landing. It gave me everything I wanted. It gave me a lot of feels. And uh, there was not a dry eye in the house. Or dry loins. <laughs> Wuss. I don't care. <laughs> sobbing like a baby. <laughs> Any other non-spoiler impressions anybody has? Hmm. No. I definitely think it requires, well, I don't know. Maybe it's not for everyone to watch it twice. I definitely think it should be watched a second time. Just so you can really appreciate all of the pieces that fall into place. In it. I don't think watching it once is going to cover it. But that's just, that's just my opinion. 
Well, I'd like to uh, see it again, but I'm trying to figure that out with the runtime and my work schedule and my sleep schedule and mm-hmm. the fact that shows are still selling out <laughs> at 11 a.m. on a Wednesday. Yeah, you're not going to be able to see this movie until like August, dude. Yeah, on Blu-ray. Um, <laughs> yep. All right, so I guess we're going to jump into spoilers. What we'll do is take a quick break. We'll play a couple uh, spots, and we'll uh, come back and play a spoiler sound drop, and that'll get you right into spoilers. I'm Nick. And I'm Justin, and we can't believe it's already time for the 2019 live stream for The Cure. Thanks to our amazing peers, listeners, and supporters. Last year, we crushed our goal of $5,000 for the Cancer Research Institute. The Cancer Research Institute is funding research into immunotherapy to create a future immune to all forms of cancer. Every single cent we raise goes to them. And they're also rated over 92% on CharityNavigator.org. This year, we're aiming our sights even higher with our most ambitious event to date. Join us May 17th through the 19th on twitch.tv slash epicfilmguys for 40 hours of live content from us and other amazing shows who will join us to try to reach $7,500. Please visit www.livestreamforthecure for more information or to find out how you can be a part of the event. Together, we can make a difference. Hey, what's up, everybody? I hope you're having fun listening to this episode of So Wizard Podcast. But did you know you can actually get paid just for listening to us? I know it sounds crazy, but it's true. We've just discovered a new app called Podcoin, and it literally pays you to listen to podcasts. Here's how it works. You listen to the podcast you love, and you earn Podcoin while you listen. Then you turn that Podcoin in for gift cards at places like Amazon or Starbucks, or if unlike me, you're a good person you could actually donate it to charity. The more you listen, the more you earn. Here's what you got to do. Download the free app right now on your iPhone or Android device. And I've got a special code for you. Simply use our code WIZARD when you sign up and you'll get 300 PodCoin just to start off. If you listen to enough of us on there, you can get a drink at Starbucks or an Amazon gift card and it's like I gave it to you. So go ahead, go listen to this podcast or any of your other favorite shows on PodCoin and sign up with the code WIZARD. It'll change the way you listen to podcasts. And we're back. Here we go with spoilers. Spoiler alert. I had seen the future and I had to prevent it. <laughs> All right, Marcellus, take us through. what What is going on here? Where do we even start? <laughs> All right, so let's start. You know, I figured that the best way to do this would just be to go character by character um, because that will eventually lead to story. Um, but before we do that, I wanted to get your opinions on on the overall story. There's a, a year of hype. Um, this has to be the second part of Infinity War. What did you think of the overall story of this movie, Aubrey? Um, It was a beautiful story. <laughs> Why do I not believe you? That does not sound sincere at all. And it it was. It was a very well-written story. My problem really comes in where I feel like there wasn't enough action in the movie. Wow. Okay. All right. right. Joey, how about you? A year of uh, wondering what's going to happen. How do you think they did? Uh, I thought they did great. I loved it. I loved um, that we got 
an hour of awful, morose depression. (laughs) (laughs) That was just like, they lost and it sucks and there's nothing you can do about it. And everybody is awful and everything's awful. (laughs) And then I loved the uh, time travel stuff in the second hour. And then obviously the third hour with the giant battle is amazing. So I loved it. That was great. I could it could have been four hours to be quite honest. With you. Yeah, yeah, I would have enjoyed that. My bladder, not so much, but uh, I would have enjoyed that. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's go through the characters one by one, um, through the main the main main characters. Let's start with uh, Hawkeye. How do you feel Hawkeye did? The movie starts with Hawkeye. He's pretty much the heart of this story because um, it it does start with his his reaction to the snapping, which I thought was devastating. I thought the beginning of this movie is so quiet. Um, and you know what's happening. You you know what's going to happen. You can feel it coming. And when it does, it just the way that they filmed it was like perfect. It was perfect. Um, so I loved Hawkeye's character through the whole thing. Aubrey, did you have any issues with Hawkeye? No, I love Hawkeye. I was actually thinking when I saw him, we had done that um, that chart where we rank who we would marry. Yeah. <laughs> and who it would last. And he's just my number one, two, and three. Wow. Mm. Even with the mohawk? Yeah, yeah. I was digging it. I thought Jeremy Renner just delivered some of, some of his best work in that character. Definitely. I, I really loved it. I loved um, him as Ronan. I, the whole thing was just, he, he did such a good job in this movie. And, and the part with him in Black Widow it was spot on. I knew that was going to happen, too. I I said to Josh in the beginning, I was like, I just figured out something that's going to happen. And he he was like, what? And I was like, oh, no. I'll tell you when we get to that part. (laughs) Just think back to what happened in the last movie. And then it happened, and I'm pretty sure I screamed, I knew it! (laughs) (laughs) Except I did think that it was possibly going to be flipped. Yeah. Um. I did think it was going to be flipped because I I feel as though her feelings are a little bit stronger than his, but I thought it was so good. It's great. I love when they look at, look at each other and they're like, we're thinking about different people, aren't we? Yeah. I love that part. I feel like she's always been more forthcoming about her feelings about Hawkeye than he has about her. Um, so I felt like, I, I think that that's why I felt like, he was definitely going to be the one to, to be sacrificed. Mm-hmm. So that, w- that was probably the only surprising part about that, but I did know that that scene was going to take place. Uh, so yeah, I, he definitely went one through three for me on that list of, <laughs> of characters. <laughs> Thor is definitely bumped <laughs> off. Oh, <laughs> nothing for me. This Aww. movie. That's, that's harsh. All right, Joey, what about you, man? How'd you feel about Hawkeye? Oh, I thought it was awesome. Uh, you're spot on. The opening scene was just like heartbreaking. And uh, even though you knew what was going to happen, they really did a good job with it, like showing the kids, showing him having a good time with his family. And poof, they're gone. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, heartbreaking, especially as somebody who is a parent and is married and you know madly in love with their <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, I completely understand being like, well, my family's gone. I'll jump off the cliff then. 
because <laughs> I've told Jen that I said if anything ever happened to you, if we didn't have kids, I'd just jump off a bridge because there's no fucking point <laughs> without you around. So um, I completely understand that line of thinking, but I also understand why she didn't let him do it because he had all that to live for if they can pull it off, whereas she can't even remember her dad's name. Yep. Or didn't even know what her dad's name was. So I understand that. But I thought he did a good job. It was probably his best uh, movie, his best appearance in any Avengers movie, because we got the most out of him, I think, in this one. So. Yeah. Especially it, um, towards the end when he was running around with the glove, too. Yeah. The the scene where he, uh, I mean, he's an Academy Award, like double Academy Award nominated actor. It's like it'd be cool if they gave him, you know, like a, a little bit more to like chew on in these movies. And I think they really did it with this one. Um, when he wakes up after he's gotten a stone, like that whole reaction scene just like killed me. Like fucking, like, that guy's awesome. The, my one question is, who does put mayo on their hot dogs? That's my question. Ew. Disgusting. <laughs> I didn't even Those keep mayo on anything. to be snapped. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. So, do we know any more about like what's happening with this TV show at all? Um, it's going to happen. <laughs> perfect and that's the news yeah. uh i don't know they're gonna i don't know how they're gonna work it out but he's gonna you know teach uh the next generation of hawkeye i guess awesome i, I lo- think he did a great job at this i think he did a good enough job at this movie too to to really push that i think if he sucked in this that show probably would have been rethought but i think since he did such a good job you know it kind of solidified him having a show mm-hmm all right, all right. So, what did you guys think of the Hulk or Professor Hulk in this movie, uh, Joey? Uh, he was hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I thought it was it was fine. Um, I would have liked. I mean, with a three hour runtime for us, like we're like, sure, four hours, great, no problem. You know, your average person probably isn't going to be down with that. So I understand why we didn't get to see um, him and the Hulk merge together. But yeah. It, it was great. I thought he was hilarious. Um, I loved <laughs> it. was the first time we meet him. We're just in a restaurant and he's eating like a table of eggs and pancakes. <laughs> At one point he was eating a uh, Hulka Hulka burn and fudge ice cream. <laughs> I saw that and I loved that. Loved it. It's a nice Easter egg there. But uh, yeah, I, I thought it was funny. I, I really liked him in the movie. He didn't have a lot to do in the last battle, though. Yeah, yeah, because he was you know, saving lives. And he was, I think he was, his arm was totally fucked up. Really at that messed point. up. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was cool. I, I liked it a lot. I, I love the fact, and we might get into this later, but you know, they had all these, the, let's, let's be honest here. The rules for time travel and they don't make any sense. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I love that they just hand wave it away by being like, Oh, those movies you love about time travel. Yeah. That's not how it works. <laughs> And then they make sure that, like, Bruce Banner, like, who mechanically is, like, one of the smartest characters in the universe, he barely understands it. So it's just Mm -hmm. like, yeah, don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of stuff like that in this movie where it reminded me of uh, the Mystery Science Theater 3000 theme song, where it's just like, it's just a show, just relax. Oh, wow. Because the rules of time travel they they set forth don't make any sense, but they're like, yeah, Hulk doesn't even understand it. Don't worry about it. (laughs) All right, all right, Aubrey. I hated him. Really? I did. Wow. Why? I, I don't know. He just 
irritated me. I didn't like how laid back he was. Like, if it was two different characters, I didn't totally fine. But I didn't like the merge. I didn't like seeing the Hulk just so lackadaisical. I didn't, I, uh, I, I just I didn't like it at all. Mm-hmm. Now, I am not the biggest Hulk fan. Like, I never really understood. I never got the, the, the appeal of that character. You know, I like Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner, and I definitely like the Hulk when he's with the Avengers, uh, especially in, in Thor Ragnarok. I think they did an amazing job with him in that. But honestly, I mean, as much as I loved uh, the jokes in it after watching Infinity War, I really wanted Hulk to, like, get some payback on Thanos. Like, I really wanted to see them fight again. Uh, even if he lost, I still wanted to see, like, that rematch. Um, and the fact that we didn't get it, um, uh, that, that twing, twings it just a little bit for me. I was a little bit disappointed for that. But um, yeah, I think Mark Ruffalo is hysterical. I think he, he does a great Bruce Banner. And the fact that they were able to get the motion capture to pick up on his comedy was great. Um, the Hulk with glasses is just a, the funniest thing in the world to me. I think it's awesome. All right. Any other thoughts on a Hulk? Um, no, he didn't really do much. So, <laughs> All right. Okay. So next, Thor. <laughs> so uh, we meet up with Thor and he... He's uh, he's kind of let himself go a little bit. He's not really feeling the King Thor exuberance that he did when we first met him in the very first movie. What did you guys think of, <laughs> as everyone is calling him, Thor, Thick Thor with two C's? <laughs> Aubrey. I enjoyed him in the movie, mm-hmm. but he was kicked off my list Aww. because he became a pansy. And homie, don't play that. <laughs> You <laughs> he was want- kicked off my list. I was hoping he'd cut his hair when he came around again, but he didn't. Um, he just seems really broken from losing that battle, and and I I sympathize with him a little bit. I think if I wasn't as annoyed by the Hulk, I probably would have been more sympathetic towards him. But you know, he just he he was okay. Okay, all right. What was your favorite scene with Thor? Um, I liked when they found him in New Asgard. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the scene with his mother too was was kind of uh, heartbreaking. I was surprised <laughs> was surprised that Natalie Portman was <laughs> made her debut again. <laughs> the cardboard cutout of Natalie Portman. Aww. They probably just like Natalie. All you have to do is lay in this bed. Can you do that, please? And she's like, Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I am ninety. 90- Five percent sure that that was just footage from the other movie. I when, really hope so. When they but show her, when that's the only time you actually really see her face. When they show her talking to like the other girls, it's like she's way in the background. And then right after she gets up out of bed and she walks away, you just see a body. You don't see her face. So I'm pretty sure that that they just used uh, footage from the other movie. That'd have been perfect. <laughs> that would make sense why they didn't even show Rocket actually getting the reality mm-hmm. stone from her. Yeah, and she had no dialogue at all. You put Natalie Portman in a movie and not have her say anything? Come on. It's just a, another Tuesday for her. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Joy, what did you think of Thick Thor? Uh, I thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> when he uh, time traveled, he still brought a can of beer with him. <laughs> <laughs> I love that uh, he was living with Korg and Meek. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> just playing video games and being fat <laughs> it was great 
Though I, I do wonder how it would have went over if Black Widow had gotten fat and her appearance was used for jokes throughout the movie. But Probably would have been an uproar. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. But we did see her eat for the first time in all the movies she's been in. <laughs> Were you paying attention to that? No, she had shawarma oh. in the first one. Did she? I thought so. Like at the end of the first one, I think she, she was eating some shawarma. Oh, that, that was an end credit scene, right. though. Yeah. This was the first time we actually have seen her eat in a movie. Well, she's been busy saving the world. <laughs> she doesn't have to eat. She doesn't have to sustain herself. No. I did like Thor in the movie. I thought he was hilarious. Um, I was really surprised when he killed Thanos in the first like five minutes of the movie. Oh, that was the best. That was the best. And I liked that actually a lot as part of the depressing first hour because you got what you wanted. Everybody walking into that theater was like, I can't wait for them to whoop Thanos' ass, and kick Thanos' ass. And they did. And guess what? It didn't change anything. <laughs> I loved that whole opening scene where it fades to black. And I'm like, oh, there we go. That was a good movie. <laughs> I thought this movie was three hours long. Star wipe and credits. <laughs> I I love that that uh, Chris Hemsworth, you know, every Thor movie you see him and he's just like huge. He's buff and, you know, he's been working out and he's just like stacked. And for this one, he's just like, I mean, I'm sure he was still, he still worked out and he was still pretty in pretty good shape. But through the whole movie, I'm like, oh, I wonder when they're going to let him go back to being you know, sexy Thor with the beard and the muscles and shit. And they don't, <laughs> he's, he's looks like he's just wearing a pregnancy belly. Yeah. He is thick Thor through the entire movie. And I think it's fucking beautiful. I love it. I love it. Um, he has his care. His story arc was definitely one of my favorite ones too. I love the fact that he lost everything. And then the only thing he wanted was to get revenge on Thanos in infinity war. And then he failed at that. So I love the fact that, you know, it's him talking to his mother to kind of point him back in the right direction. And I love the fact that they brought in Thor to Dark World. Like, I know you motherfuckers don't like this movie. You're going to watch this movie. We're going to make you watch this movie. Um, so that that I thought was awesome because I love uh, Thor to Dark World. I was glad to see it get a shout out. All right. OK, so then the next character, Black Widow. All right. I'm going to hold it together. No, no, no tears on a mixer. Uh, what did you guys think of Black Widow, Aubrey? I that was probably one of my favorite stories. Mm-hmm. I think they did a really good job at ending her her story, and you know, I think I I I think that that was probably one of the m- more tasteful ways. And they, I think they did a good job with everybody, honestly, in the the three that did end. Um, in this movie, I think they did a great job at ending their stories, but I really did like how she took charge. You know, you could see that she was emotionally drained from it all. And, and she was trying desperately to get everybody back and it was taking toll and that she, in the end, put so much faith in them getting it done that she sacrificed herself. I really liked that. I thought it was great. Mm -hmm. All right, Joy, what about you? I'm not happy. <laughs> no, you're going to be all right. I'll be fine. I mean, <laughs> uh, to echo what Aubrey said, yeah, it was great. It was a great ending to her story. Um, she sacrificed herself for all her friends. You know, I loved, again, going back to the crushing depression of the first uh, hour. She, you know, basically was a shut in <laughs> in the Avengers headquarters with her hair growing out and 
you know, running herself ragged, trying to do Avengers things. And, and it was, uh, it was pretty awesome. It was really well done. I just wish it didn't have to be her. I didn't want it to be anybody, but that's a thing. Like I just, she didn't even get to be in the part at the end. That's the problem for me. At least. Mm-hmm. But I also appreciate that they couldn't bring them back. So it wasn't a hundred percent happy ending. You know, the people that weren't part of the snap don't get to come back. So. Right. Yeah. I, I, I didn't want it to be her either, um, but I can definitely understand why. You know, she, from the very first Avengers movie, she, you know, constantly said she had red in her ledger and she wanted to, to you know, clean it up. So, and the fact that she doesn't have a family and she mentions that the Avengers team is her family, her sacrificing everything to save her family, I think was, that was beautiful. I thought it was very beautiful. And I love her and Hawkeye's fight to, to figure out who's going to be the one to sacrifice himself. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the fact that she wasn't in like that shot at the end, that A four shot, was heartbreaking. Even though it was still a beautiful scene, um, so I I uh, I, I was really impressed by her, um, by Scarlett Johansson, and I think they did a really good job with the character. Um, I do wonder what's going to happen with the Black Widow movie. Like, is that a real thing, or have they been like trolling us these past like six months? No, it's a real thing. It's just a prequel. So you think it's going to be a prequel like? Uh, before Avengers number one or a prequel like she has like the blonde hair, blonde red hair, like uh, a week before uh, Endgame. I don't know, but I know it definitely isn't taking place after Endgame. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's very sad. It is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, first time I saw this movie, not a tear, not a single tear. Didn't care. Like, I mean, I cared, but I didn't didn't feel anything. Second time I saw it, oh my God, it was a mess, especially during that scene. I have no heart, so I didn't cry. <laughs> there was m- so many people in the theater crying, and I'm pretty sure Josh was crying at one point, and he doesn't want to tell me because I was not crying. He had allergies. He wasn't crying. Yeah, I'm, p- I'm pretty sure it was about Iron Man um, and his daughter, but yeah, I'm, I'm, there were, you know, I had a little bit of a hard time with it, but I didn't cry. I felt some sadness, but I didn't cry when Noah was born. You can't expect me to cry in a movie. <laughs> 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 all right okay so let's talk about cap captain america steve rogers um he chris evans is just he's amazing he's amazing and I, I was really glad to see people kind of forget that he was kind of a goofball like when he first came out he was definitely the ryan reynolds comic relief type of character so to see him play this character so well um and be so believable it's always astounding to me and just when i think he you know, he's not going to deliver a better performance. He does. Uh, so I loved, loved Steve Rogers in this movie. Um, Aubrey, how did you feel about Captain America? I think he did a good job. Um, I thought the his his end was also beautiful. Okay. Except, you know, I was thinking this morning and it ruined the whole thing for me. I was like, what if he died of like cancer and couldn't make it to the meeting at that particular time. He would nobody would have known whatever happened to him. Uh, yeah, that's true. I think I think Bucky knew what was going to happen at the very end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. Uh, Joy, what did you think about Captain America? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Evans as Captain America is literal perfection. Mm-hmm. And in this movie even better. Like he was hilarious, he was awesome. He got the hammer. It was what I, one of the one things I wanted, and then he said Avengers Assemble, which was the other thing I wanted. 
And it was perfect. It was perfect. <laughs> when that scene happened, I totally thought of you. I'm like, someone is going to need to tell Joey to sit down in his seat. Because I'm sure he's like jumping up and down <laughs> like a maniac right now. It was Niagara Falls, Frankie Angel. So. <laughs> he oh, has yeah, America's was... ass. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> But yeah, he was perfect. Um, hey, man, I would jump right into that quantum tunnel to get at uh, Peggy Carter's titties. So I understand. Uh, all right. Now, how did you feel about his ending, dude? The very uh, the way that they uh, wrote out his story. I mean, what else were you going to do? He's not coming back. So he got a happy ending. He finally got his happy ending. Mm-hmm. The entire time we've been with him through all these movies, he's never done anything for himself or had any personal time or any like reward he's always just been duty first and saving the world and saving other people and finally got to do something for himself so good for him he got his dance i was super happy and he passed on the shield to the falcon so that was pretty cool how did you feel about that mark you know there's a lot of things in this movie that i was glad to see happen but it was because they're based on a comic book you kind of already knew it was going to happen you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't really a surprise. Like, when he got the hammer, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> He's supposed to get the hammer. That's that's the way it works. Uh, he said Avengers Assemble. I'm like, yeah, you know, that's that's kind of the way it works. Um, so him giving the, the, the shield to Falcon, I thought was cool, but you kind of knew it was happening. I thought for sure Cap was going to die, and uh, him and Bucky, and uh, Falcon and Bucky would have to fight for the shield. So I was glad to see Cap say, yeah, yeah, you know, you're, you're worthy of this. And I just hope that he gets to uh, Obi gets to live up to the to the name. Now, is he Captain America in the comic books, or is he like just Falcon with the shield? He was Captain America for a while, but then Captain America came back. So. Gotcha. All right, yeah, um, yeah. Chris Evans is just amazing. Captain America. It was a beautiful story. Um, I it it for days the whole him being old like just wrecked my brain. The whole time travel thing like just I just could not wrap my brain around it at all. Until yesterday. And I'm like, oh, okay. Now I get it. Now it makes sense. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I think they did a really good job with that. So, the last one. Tony Stark himself, Iron Man. Again, Robert Downey Jr. And they they all do a good job. But Robert Downey Jr., like that scene in the beginning of him when he first comes back to Earth um, after being saved by Captain Marvel. And the way that they, you know, turned him skinny and showed that he's, you know, malnourished. And uh, the fact that he was still just hung up on the fact that he lost Spider-Man. Robert Downey Jr. gives like one of the best Tony Stark performances in that whole opening scene. I think he was just amazing. Um, what did you guys think of Robert Downey Jr., uh, Joey? Much like Chris Evans, he just is his character. Like He is Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. So He did a really, really good job in the movie. Um, and it was really well acted. It was believable. Like you, Maybe he wasn't going to come back and you know, help them with the time travel stuff because he didn't want to undo what he had. Yeah. And, you know, you can't trust anything Marvel puts in a trailer. So, you know, they could have just edited him and Nebula into them walking in the white suits. (laughs) You didn't know. So, yeah, I I thought he did great. Uh, Everything with his daughter was fantastic, though. It was extremely heartbreaking. Yeah. At the end, when uh, Happy's like telling her she can have all the cheeseburgers she wants, it was just like, Oh, this fucking kills you because he, he ate cheeseburgers in the first Iron Man. So, uh, oh, it's just great. I loved when he got the gauntlet stones at the end and said, I am Iron Man. It was, it was perfect. 
It was just great. I thought he did great. All right, Aubrey, what about you? How did you feel about uh, Tony Stark? He gave such an emotional performance. It was just fantastic. It was like, hey, Robert Downey Jr., this is the last movie you ever ever have to do. So just put everything you got into it. And he's like, okay, I can do that. And I feel like he did that. He did such an amazing job. And it it was so... The whole storyline with his daughter was sad and and heartbreaking. I didn't really like how he gave Gwyneth Paltrow a suit because I just don't really like her that much. (laughs) He gave Pepper Potts a suit. We like Pepper Potts. I like Pepper Potts, but I don't know if I like He was trying to stop her from putting eggs in her vagina. That's why. (laughs) So I I think like it was it was good it was emotional I I did enjoy I did enjoy him. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think of the scene with him and his father? That was sad. That was tough. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty obvious as the movie kept going what was going to happen at the end. <laughs> right. I I knew one or both of them was gone, and it was just like the more different things that get foreshadowing, you're like, oh man, all right, well now maybe. Iron Man's going to die. You're like, oh, wait, but maybe Captain America's going to die. They did a good job of keeping you guessing by giving them both like huge character moments. Yeah. And I love um, the guy that played Howard Stark. I thought he did in the little bit of time that he had. I thought he did a fantastic job of really, really conveying the kind of that balance between I'm kind of an asshole to my kid, but um, I also really love him, um, you know, as, as much as I can. Uh, you know, the kid wasn't even born. He's gonna he's gonna do everything he can for him, or whatever the line was. Uh, I thought their little exchange was great. As soon as Tony gave him a hug, I'm like, shit, that's it for Tony. Fuck, he's done for. Um, but I, I thought that whole scene was great. Okay, all right. So that's it for the characters. Um, what is was there anything that really surprised you about the movie, Aubrey? Not really. I think that I wanted more action scenes. There was barely any action scenes for a three hour movie that's the ending to all of these storylines there's two action scenes maybe you know that kind of sucked okay all right all right joey anything surprised you um how awesome it was um (laughs) (laughs) uh captain marvel's hair oh yeah that was a shocker (laughs) i was annoyed by captain marvel honestly i loved her movie on on its own, but her and the Avengers, I fucking hated her. Wow. She was uh, self-absorbed. She's egotistical. I didn't like it. She wasn't in in the movie as much as I thought she would be in the movie. She wasn't in the movie the way that they teased that she would be in the movie. I was just extremely disappointed by her all around. Hmm. All right. All right. Hmm. Joey, was there anything that disappointed you? Uh, it ended. <laughs> and there was no after credit scene. Right. And I understand why. And it makes 100% perfect sense. And it's perfectly fine that there isn't one. I just really wanted a glimpse of Far From Home or Eternals or, or something. I don't know. I gotcha. I gotcha. I didn't want anything. I was glad there was no end credit scene. I just wanted just the uh, the only other thing was just the rules of time travel not making a hell of a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, that kind of scratched my head. That kind of had me scratching my head too when I left the theater. So 
All right, so a few a few questions other than who puts mayo on their hot dog. Um, <laughs> do do we think that all of Peter Parker's classmates all got snapped and all have to go back to high school, even though it's five years later? It seemed like it. Yeah. No, just the main characters of his movie. <laughs> right? That's like it's kind of a coincidence. I I, I figured I'm going to figure at least one of those kids from um, Spider-Man Homecoming is in college now. You know, like everyone comes back and it's, it's been five years. Everyone comes back and they're teenagers, but one of them's already moved on. Well, just remember, Mark, it's just a show. <laughs> really just relax. <laughs> it probably happened in the same way that only the original six Avengers were the ones who didn't get snapped. Ah, correct. That that would make sense. All right. So what about your favorite parts then? Obviously, Joey, you, there's nothing about the movie that you didn't like. Aubrey, you didn't like Captain Marvel. I didn't. I didn't like the Hulk. Didn't like the Hulk. Okay. What I else? didn't like the lack of action. Mm-hmm. I liked the ending. The last half hour or so, uh, the the final battle and everything, loved it. Loved mm-hmm. all that. What did you think of that shot that had all of the uh, female superheroes? Oh, it was good. It was good, but I felt like it was forced. Really? It did. And I don't like feeling like that's forced. Hashtag me too. I don't like it. Yeah, it was forced, but it was like, fuck it. You know, it was for, for the fans. I was more excited about Okoye. And I was like shaking Josh. And I was like, she's going to kick some fucking ass. <laughs> and I was screaming about that. But then I just was kind of disappointed by everybody else. All right. Did you guys like Ant-Man? You like uh, Paul Rudd in this movie? Yeah, he was fantastic. I like when he was just eating tacos was funny. <laughs> um, you know, when he was just, just being Ant-Man, he was great in this movie. I can't imagine anybody not liking Paul Rudd in this role or in the role he had in the movie. So I even actually liked him. Wow. Well, there you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love Paul Rudd. It's just, I, I even liked Ant-Man in this movie, I should say. I think the scene where he goes back home and sees his now teenage daughter was again. I'm watching this movie. I'm like, fuck! They did a really good job casting Paul Rudd because he is the he's he's bringing it, and he's usually the jokey guy. But he he did an amazing job in that scene. He was so serious, and he was trying to help out, figure out time travel and everything. And and if it weren't for him, too, I mean, nobody would have thought of time travel or anything. Mm-hmm. So in reality, he kind of like brought it all together. Yeah, he served his purpose finally. Mm-hmm. The other thing that cracked me up is that all of the quantum suits all look like Ant Man suits. <laughs> so, <laughs> It was pretty much like eight Ant-Man standing around. It was like, oh, you guys don't like the Ant-Man movie? Fuck you. <laughs> Here's eight of them. Uh, can we all agree that the rat that uh, set Scott free is the real star of this movie? They're the real MVP. <laughs> That's right. Without that rat, there would be no idea on how to time travel. Mm-hmm. Yep. That rat gets the Joe Grizzly Award. Well, I will say that one of my favorite things that kind of gets overlooked, and it was another uh, Niagara Falls Frankie Angel moment for mm-hmm. me, yep. <laughs> was uh, everybody's defeated and uh, Captain America is on the ground and he gets up and like forces himself to his feet and his shield's broken and he fixes a strap and he turns around and it's just him by himself uh, facing down Thanos' entire army. Yep. And it's like, you're goddamn right. 
That was my favorite shot in the entire movie. <laughs> that was an amazingly beautiful shot. That's the shot that I'm like, fuck, I am so glad I saw this on like the biggest screen that I could. It was gorgeous. How did you feel when the uh, heroes started coming back, Mark, and Black Panther showed up? I loved it. I loved it. I mean, obviously, we knew it was going to happen, but I love that, you know, everyone's kind of down and you just hear Sam talking to him through the earpiece and he's like, cap on your left. That was fantastic. So, yeah, all of them showing up. Uh, I Honestly, I really, really, in the back of my mind, I was really thinking that the Marvel Netflix stars were going to come out of one of those uh, one of those tunnels, one of those uh, sling rings. But um, no, I guess not. I guess no, not. Even Howard the Duck came out of one, but no, <laughs> no Daredevil. No, sir. Did Howard the Duck come out of one? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even see him. Somebody posted the screenshot online he's in the same one with uh, the wasp and all the ravagers what that's fantastic <laughs> fan fucking tastic i loved that scene that was probably my favorite scene was them coming through and that was beautifully done mm-hmm. that was that was the movie has a lot of there's a lot of fan service that goes on in this movie but i'm totally on board with it one of my favorite things about this movie is that it pays off so many other things from the other movies. I love uh, Peter Parker getting his hug from Tony Stark. I thought that was awesome. Uh, I love when Cap calls Spider-Man Queens when he uh, throws the I hammer. When uh, Cap got out of the elevator fight. The, oh my god, that was fucking fantastic! And so he says Hell Hydra, and they're all like, "Ooh, oh, he's on our side." Fucking Robert Redford showing up for a couple of minutes. Come on, come on, it's amazing. Um, all right, so Joey, was there? I mean, obviously, you, you there was no other issues you had with the movie other than the fact that it ended. No, I mean, honestly, it, it was kind of loose and a little messy. Let's let's be real here. You know, I was gonna love this movie no matter what. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, twenty two movies into this, and you know, I also have the emotional like buy in that you know, I've been seeing these in the theater with my daughter since two thousand eleven and my son since two thousand fourteen. So. Now it's like a family thing. It means a lot to me to watch these movies in the theater. And I was just, I loved every minute of it. But yeah, I mean, the fast and loose time travel rules, you know, you probably could have tightened up the first couple hours a little bit and cut the runtime down. But that's all nitpicky stuff because after the end of the movie, I walked out, I was perfectly happy. I was in love with the movie at that point. So it mm-hmm. didn't matter. I got, I got everything I wanted from it. They stuck the landing. I walked out of the theater wiping the tears from my face in pure joy. <laughs> Aubrey, what about you? Is there any other thing that you didn't like about the movie? Um, not really. Like, there wasn't anything outwardly that made me feel the way I do about this movie. I just felt very underwhelmed. Okay. And I, I think it was the lack of action, you know. Yeah. All right. I can understand that. Yeah, I think the time travel rules, um, they are a little, a little messy. But it's whatever they need to do in order to advance the story. And I think they they cheated just enough so that so that it works. Um, I love young Thanos uh, realizing that, you know, in well, like six years or whatever that, uh, you know, he snapped his fingers and he wiped out half the civilization. But these fucking Avengers will not let it go. (laughs) So now he's like, you know what? I'm just going to get the stones and just kill everybody that I thought was fucking awesome. Um, my real MVP of this movie is Nebula. I fucking Ugh, love yes. her. 
I've loved her in the other movies. I think she was so good in this movie. I thought her character was amazing, and I loved. Uh, I just loved her performance. I loved everything about her. She's definitely one of my favorite Marvel characters. Uh, what'd you guys think of Nebula? She was great. She really was. She redeemed herself tenfold from all the other movies where she was an asshole and annoying, and she did. She was just fantastic. She was so good. Mm-hmm. Joy, what about you? How do I feel about Karen Gillan? Uh, <laughs> how long do you have? <laughs> the fact that she's like. I mean, you know what Karen Gillan looks like, obviously, because she's an actress, but you wouldn't be able to tell from her performance in that movie. Like, they do such a good job of of hiding her in that makeup that it, it really lets you realize how amazing of an actress she is. She's so good. Um, she had one of the best lines in the movie when Gamora knocks out Peter Quill and is like, this is the guy? <laughs> she's like, well, your other choice was a tree. So. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so... um. All right, yeah, so you guys have any final final thoughts on Avengers Endgame? Um, I loved it. Go see it immediately. The voice good. <laughs> Mark? It, it's one of those movies that the more I think about, the more I want to see it again. The more that I, I cannot wait to do the back-to-back Infinity War Endgame on Blu-ray. All right, well, let's uh, get a score out of five then. Uh, Aubrey, what do you got? Um, I will give it a 3.75 out of 5. Maybe after I see it again, it'll go up. <laughs> All right, Mark Ellis. Yeah, so there is, uh, honestly, like the, the, the way that I normally would score this movie, I would give it a 4.5 out of 5. But anything that I didn't like about it, any like little nitpicks that I had about it, is completely eclipsed by all of the stuff that I did get. Everything that they did was way over. So I'm going to give this five out of five. You can give it whatever you want. Five is the highest. I'm giving it a five. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I will give it a two million out of five. (laughs) Loved it. Loved it. Cannot wait for what goes on next in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So we did shoot a question out to our Patreons for our Patreon feedback section this month excuse me, this week, and that was to describe what you thought about Endgame in one word. Uh, Amanda, who you've heard on the show, if you're a Patreon discussing seriously with movies with Mark Ellis, said wonderful mess, all <laughs> one word. <laughs> awesome. Maggie from Rock Candy, of course, one of our favorite podcasts, uh, also took two words and put them together and wanted her one word to be America's ass. <laughs> Brandon from uh, Colt 45 said legendary mm-hmm. and get your uh, sound drop ready, Mark. John from Pina Comics said underwhelming. Fool this man! And that's going to do it for our Avengers in-game review. So let's go around and get some recommendations for you guys, for the listeners out there. And what do you got for us this week, Aubrey? Uh, go watch Game of Thrones because I won't be because my woman died. So holy spoilers! I didn't spoil anything. Nobody knows. Yeah, there's plenty of women oh. on that show. Yeah, <laughs> nobody knows unless they follow me. And if you follow me, then you should really know better. There's spoilers all over the internet by now. Everybody right, knows right. that she died, but I was devastated. So everybody, go watch it. There's only three more episodes until it is over completely. At least she went out like a badass, though. I guess. 
I feel angry. She should have been on the Iron Throne. At least my girl's still alive. She's still in it to win it. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Mark Ellis? Uh, Yeah, I want to say a quick rest in peace to John Singleton, um, a film director that was the youngest uh, director to ever get nominated for Best Director at the Academy Awards. Uh, He was a kid just like all of us. He went to go see Star Wars at a young age, fell in love with films, decided that's what he wanted to do. And, uh, you know, that movie kind of changed his world and he went on and made films. So I would say I would recommend checking out some of his classic works, uh, Boys in the Hood, Poetic Justice and Higher Learning. Um, too fast, too furious. We're not gonna we're not gonna count that unless you're watching all of the Fast and the Furious movies. Private school ain't cheap, Mark. <laughs> but uh, Boys in the Hood is a cinematic, a uh, classic movie. It's uh, amazing, and to think that he is 19 years old doing this movie is fantastic. So, um, yeah, rest in peace, John Singleton, uh, someone that I really looked up to and I really identified with because I also went to go see Star Wars at a young age and fell in love with movies too. So uh, I definitely understood where he was coming from. Awesome. Well. I will recommend everybody goes to SoWizardPodcast.com where they can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, so much more. SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Podcoin, or just about anywhere where you get your podcasts. We'll be there. Check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube. Search Podcast. We've got videos going up all the time. Uh, Adam has launched a second series on there with him pontificating upon pop culture while driving to work in his car. Uh, bite-sized videos for you. Uh, I think he's got one coming up about Funko Pops, which should be uh, interesting. <laughs> and uh, don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon. If you'd like to support the show monetarily, you can get things in return like exclusive episodes of the podcast uh coming up in may will be the only way to hear our 20th anniversary retrospective of the phantom menace episode there's tons of reviews on there we've done hellboy bohemian rhapsody all those exclusive to patreon and get yourself in the patreon feedback section every week on the show i think that's everything i need to plug so i will once again echoing last week recommend uh what we do in the shadows on fx it is so freaking funny. I'm almost caught up. I just uh, got to the episode where they meet another vampire who is a emotional vampire <laughs> who also works in an office and gets people feeds on people's energy by telling them continually ridiculous, made up sad stories about their life. So, geez, their grandparents have died like 15 times in the last six months. <laughs> <laughs> and there's always a problem with their cat. It, it's fucking great. I, it, it is so funny. I got to be quiet when I'm watching. I got to like laugh into a pillow because I'm laughing out loud and mostly everybody's asleep. So that is definitely my recommendation. What we do in the shadows on FX. But that is going to do it for episode number 247 of the So Wizard podcast. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts have been the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. I am Iron Man. And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Riggins. Avengers Assemble, Wakanda Forever. We'll see you next week. Good journey. Good journey.